Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mirror Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle David. If you didn't know, now you know. Hey, it has been a journey to get here. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what. This is actually the second time I'm recording this podcast uh, because on top of all the things I'm about to share with you today that have happened to me in the past week, also uh, the podcast I recorded for this week, I spent 40 minutes recording it and I forgot to turn the mic on. So you're going to get the best of the best because this is round two. Uh, and today I just want to share with you uh, the past week that I've had, the struggles, the highs, the lows, what all has happened. I've had a crazy past week or so for me. Um, and I want to share what happened, kind of the journey, and then what I learned from it and what I think can potentially be helpful uh, moving forward. So let's get into it. Uh if you know me, you follow me on social media, uh, some of you are very well aware of the past week that I've had, uh, but let's get into it. Let's go through like what has happened the past week. Let me not over-dramatize it and let me just like talk about it, right? So uh, the past week, it started out last Monday, right? Last Monday, uh, I had to go to the dentist at, uh, you know, middle of the afternoon. I went to the dentist um, and... It wasn't the most fun. The dentist isn't a blast, but also the dentist told me that I need uh, to spend $5,000 on my teeth, right? That's how my, my Monday afternoon started out was the dentist telling me, you need to spend $5,000 on your teeth. And I was like, $5,000? That sounds that, that sounds insane. Um, but I mean, we'll figure it out. Let me think about it, right? So I'm like, that's how it started. But within 15 or 20 minutes, things started going downhill. Uh, like 15 or 20 minutes later, I'm on the highway. I'm coming back from the dentist towards my house. And it's Monday after work traffic, right? Like we all know how that is. Um, and you know on the highway, so it's like it's stop and go sometimes in that heavy traffic, right? We're going and then we're stopping. And then we're going and then we're stopping again, right? And so we got into the one of those rhythms and we started going again. And I'm like, we're going, we're moving. Uh, I don't even know exactly what I was doing in that moment. But I look up. And the guy in front of me slams on his brakes. And so, I mean, I slam on my brakes. And I'm looking. I don't know if you've had those moments where I'm looking ahead as I'm slammed. The brakes are slammed. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to hit this guy. I think I'm going to hit this guy. Oh, I'm definitely going to hit this guy. Uh, and what did I do? I hit this guy. I ran into the back of this guy's, like, work van, basically. Uh, and I'm like, oh, no, like, this is not fantastic, right? Not ideal. So I get out, uh, and I'm talking to the guy, and I'm looking, and his his work van is, there's no damage to it. There's nothing, right? Like, not a scratch. And I look at the front of my car, just the bumper, right? And it is crushed in. My car is damaged galore, right? It's crushed in. And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't fantastic, right? Uh, and, but anyway, so I'm talking to this guy and, and he's like, yeah, man, I like, I'm good. I'm fine. We didn't even exchange, even exchange information. I'm like, Hey man, if, if you want to go, like, sorry, this happened. He's like, yeah, man, sorry, this happened. So he goes on his way and I'm like, all right, you know what? Like good. Like, I don't want to get the cops involved. If we don't have to exchange information, he's not going to file anything against me. That's wonderful. But I'm like, oh my gosh, my, I just, I wrecked my car. Like, it's smoking and leaking, and I'm like, wow, I don't know what to do. So I got in, and it still started, so I, like, pull it off the highway. I pull it into a parking lot 
right by uh, the highway where I'm getting off at. And I'm like, <sighs> taking a deep breath. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do, right? So I call some people. I call my family. I text my family. I'm like, hey, pray for me. I got in a wreck. Uh, my sister's like, I can come pick you up. I'm like, okay, great. So my sister comes against me. We get, you know, I get going. I'm like, okay, what? I need, I need to start making moves. I just need to start figuring out the next thing, right? At first, I'm gonna be honest. At first, I'm a little frustrated, discouraged because I just wrecked my car, and I'm like, I'll be honest. I think this car is probably totaled, right? It's got, it's a 2005. It's got 230,000 miles, uh, and it's smoking and leaking. Like the likelihood is this thing's pretty totaled, right? So. I'm I'm initially a little discouraged and frustrated, but within an hour or two, I'm like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm resilient. I'm tenacious. Like this probably happened for a reason and I needed it. Right. I've been talking to a lot of people recently about how I've been very comfortable in my life. Like, and I, I don't like it. I almost need something jarring. I need something to kind of put my back against the wall to like snap me out of the comfort. And so I'm like, all right, this seems like an answer to prayer. Like I need something difficult. I need something to snap me back into like uh, a tenacious mindset. And so I'm like, okay, good. That night, by the end of the Monday night, I'm like, honestly, I'm like kind of riding high. I'm like, good. Like I want this adversity. I love it. Like I need it. This is what I need. Okay. So I go in, thankfully I have a grandfather that picked me up. He lives local. He picked me up, took me to work 7:30 on Tuesday. I go into work and I'm feeling fired up. I'm like, good. Like, I'm glad this happened. Five thousand dollars the dentist my car's wrecked like bring it on i'm ready right like i'm ready i like adversity i've been through some bumpy things in my life uh and i i pride myself on being a person that handles adversity and difficulty pretty well right so i'm like here we go good like i need this right tuesday comes and goes i'm like i'm calling the insurance i'm like hey my car is parked over here can you go tow it to the lot and tell me what's what we're going to do is it totaled right what's the what's the word they're like yeah no worries we'll go get it i'm like great so by tuesday night i'm like it's this is easy right like easy wrecked my car no big deal i got this this is what i do right i'm kind of in my bag if you will at the moment i'm like this is what i do adversity is what i thrive in right so i'm kind of fired up i'm like all right lord like this is what i needed come with me come with me on the journey right um, and so, uh, but Wednesday, right? Like Wednesday, I'm still in this positive mindset. I'm like, we're going to figure it out. I need to start looking for a rental car, right? Like I need to figure this thing out. Um, and so, but Wednesday is my cat. The, uh, Wednesday at lunchtime, I have an appointment with a, a health practitioner, um, uh, a certified health practitioner. I took, I paid a bunch of money. I've been having health issues the past few years. I paid some money to take a test. Uh, so that it kind of look through my body, see what's really going on, what's causing all these issues, and I can kind of get some clarity on that, right? So I meet with this practitioner, and she's looking at my stuff, and she's like, okay, like, your serotonin levels are, like, non-existent, right? And if you know anything, right, serotonin, like, happiness drug, right, the like hormone uh, that your body needs to feel happy and to feel joyous, right? So I'm like, no wonder I'm feeling off. I literally have no hormones going on. And she's like, your dopamine levels are basically non-existent. I'm like, well, no wonder I've been dealing with, you know, some depression, anxiety, different physical issues. I'm like, well, that makes sense. And she's like, also looks like you have a mold infection. Looks like you have bacteria growing and overgrowing in your gut and you've got a mold infection. And if you know me, like I can deal with most things, but health issues, especially recently, uh, just 
make me mad because I don't feel well. I'm dealing with a lot of issues that are connected to other issues that just affect my day-to-day life. And I've been dealing with it on and off for several years. And it's just, it's really frustrating. And so that kind of got me discouraged. I'm like, that's frustrating. That's discouraging. She, you know, she gave me a plan for like the next six months. So I have this plan that I can work, which I'm like, okay, cool. Sometimes I just need a plan. I'll go do the work, right? I just need a plan. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's encouraging. A little bit frustrating on top of what's already going on in my week. But I'm like, okay, we got this. We got a plan. I kind of have more clarity on what's going on inside my body, which is helpful in a way, right? Uh, some people don't want to know. I want to know. I'm like, what's going on in my body? Why do I feel off? Somebody tell me, right? So uh, anyway, so I have this meeting with her. I'm feeling a little down, but I'm like, we're going to get through it. We're going to get a rental car. And we're going to get on with it, right? So I don't know if you've ever heard of Turo, the app Turo, Uh, But I find Turo. I'm like, this is like Airbnb for cars. Like, this is fantastic. So I rent a car through there. I go pick it up. And I'm like, "Eh." but I get a call from the insurance company that afternoon. And they're like, hey, we went to go to go find your car and tow it. But we can't find it. And I'm like, you can't find it. Like, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah. So like, maybe we missed it. Like, if you could go run by there and just confirm for us that it is where you told us it is. So, so we just know. And I'm like, yeah, no worries. So I go and I drive over here to look where the car's at. And I'm like, sure enough, my car's gone. My car that I wrecked on the highway and pulled in this parking lot is not there. I'm like, that's, that's not drivable. There's no way. I see a sign that says no parking vehicles will be towed. And it's one sign. It's at the front. I missed it when I was turning in. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I call. I find out they did. They towed my car that was undrivable. The pers- the, whoever owned that parking lot towed my car to the lot. So now the insurance is going to cost like 500 bucks to go tow my car from the tow lot to the collision lot where the insurance will total it and whatever. So I'm like, all right, Lord, 5,000 bucks, Dennis, total my car, pay to get my car, move to get it totaled. That feels frustrating. I got mold and gut over bacteria overgrowth. This week is not my favorite, right? But I'm like, okay. I vent a little bit to my dad that night. I go to the sauna. I'm like, we got this. We're going to keep on moving, right? Um, so we keep on trucking through. Right. We come to Friday and I'm like, all right, what's going to happen here? I got a rental car now. I'm going to work half the day. I'm going to go look at some cars. We're going to find some cars. I'm going to get in a new car. We're going to wait on the insurance to get that other one taken care of. I'm going to start this health stuff and we're going to get back on track. Right. Because, again, like I said, like I, I, I was almost appreciative for the for the adversity and for the struggle because I knew I needed it. I needed to get out of my comfort zone. I needed something to happen, whether it was self-induced or external like this was, right? I needed to get out of my comfort zone. I needed something to kind of push me into discomfort to kind of level up, right? Um, and so I, I almost got what I was asking for uh, in a way, but it wasn't easy. Um, but I felt like I had a good handle on it up to this point. So Friday comes. I work from home on Fridays. I'm working. I take the trash out out front, right? I'm just clean up the kitchen in the early in the early morning take the trash out uh and i guess i leave the front door open well i do leave the front door open um and my sister's cat runs out runs out the front door and i see him and i immediately just like chase after him like instinctually like get back inside what are you doing right like come on man 
Joe Biden. Come on, man. Anyways, <laughs> I'm like, bro, get back inside. We do. I chase him, and he takes off, like sprints off. And he looks at me with these wide eyes and this bushy tail, and he runs away. He's not interested, right? And I'm like, oh, what the heck? He hops on the window seal, hops on the fence, hops over the fence into the neighbor's yard, and I just hear like. Their dog's going crazy. I'm like, oh, they're going to eat him. Like, what the heck? So I go back in the backyard. I look, and the neighbors bring their dogs inside. He's nowhere to be found, right? So then I go to the next neighbor's house. He lets me in. We never met. At first, he at first he thought I was like a, an Amazon thief. Uh, he was like, hey, who are you? How are you? And I was like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, uh, looking for my cat. <laughs> And he was like, oh, are you Christian's brother? I'm like, yeah. Anyways, he's nice. He lets me in. We look in his backyard. Nothing. The cat's gone. Now, mind you, like, I live in a neighborhood. I live in a house in a neighborhood with everyone where everyone has a yard and a fence, right? So, like, everyone has a yard and a fence. It's going to be impossible for me to look in everyone's yard. There's, like, a thousand homes in this neighborhood. But nonetheless, I start canvassing the block, canvassing the neighborhood on foot. Toulouse, Toulouse, that's his name, Toulouse. I'm like, Toulouse, come here. And I'm hoping that he, uh, this is silly, but I'm hoping that he hears me and he just comes walking, trotting out, and I grab him and we go home and it's it's over, right? Like, so this cat is like my sister's kid, right? Like my sister, the, her cat, she has two cats. They're like her children, right? Like it's that, it's that heavy that her cat got out. It's like her child disappeared, right? And so I'm like, with that frame in my head, I'm like, I got to find this cat. I got to find this cat. I got to find this cat. So, again, I'm on foot. I'm going around the block. I'm walking around. I'm looking over fences. I'm calling his name. I'm doing this for, like, 45 minutes. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know where this cat is. I hop in the car. I start canvassing the neighborhood. I'm going down further. I'm, like, looking towards the main roads. I'm looking all around. I'm, like, freaking out in my head now because I'm like, if I if this cat – dies or doesn't come back my sister is gonna be devastated like devastated i'll never live this one down uh and what this was triggering in me was like my fear of failure right like my my fear that i will be a failure right like it's actually a really selfish mindset because i'm thinking about me i'm thinking about what will my sister think of me how will she react to me uh how will i feel when i have to deliver this news right i'm panicking um Right. And so like I handled myself pretty well this week up until now. Now I'm losing it. This is the the straw that broke the camel's back. I am freaking out. I'm panicking. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, and mind you, I have I have meetings like I have work meetings coming up. Right. And so eventually this is an hour and a half later or so. I'm like Googling like how to get a cat to come back. Like Google, it can be great for some stuff. But like you're not going to save your cat through Google. It's like it's basically like put out some treats, make some noises. They usually come back at night when there's no one out. And I'm like, well, okay. I mean, whatever. I put out some cat food and treats and I'm like, whatever. Um, but I got to hop onto this meeting and I'm like, I'm done everything I can up to this point, but I hop on this work meeting. Um, and so I hop on this work meeting. I'm just frazzled. It's I, I move one meeting the next week. I'm like, Hey man, uh, I'm going to miss this meeting. <laughs> I'm trying to find my, my cat uh sorry right i moved that meeting got to show up to this one and it's with somebody at another company right like i'm talking to somebody i've never talked to at another company and i hop on this meeting i'm a few minutes late i'm frazzled obviously i'm like hey man so sorry i'm late like 
my sister's cat got out. And he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. He thinks it's no big deal. So I'm talking to this guy for like 10 or 15 minutes. In my head, I'm going through all the scenarios. Like the cat's dead. He's stuck under a, a, a deck or, or, or a bridge or like, I don't know, like – uh, he, you know, all the things Then I'm like, what's my sister going to think? How's this going to affect her? She's going to be so devastated. Oh my gosh. Like, right. And like, I, I, I was praying through the midst of this. Let me back up and say this through the midst of this, this past hour and a half of the cat being gone. I'm praying like, all right, Lord, like bring this cat home. Like help me have wisdom and what to do. And like, I don't know what to do. I just feel lost, but be with me. And here's something that I've I've been learning recently when it comes to like, all right, God, be with me. Uh, and I've realized this. I can't remember if I was reading in the Bible or I was reading a devotion or something. But recently, not too long ago, I was praying a couple months back, I think. And I was like going into a day or a week. And I was like, all right, God, be with me like in this day, in this time. And I, I was reminded that like <laughs> God is always with me. Like my prayer for God to be with me is actually silly if I realize that he is always with me, but I'm not with him, right? So my prayer has switched from, all right, Lord, be with me to, Lord, help me to be with you. Help me to stay in step with you. Don't You don't have to stay in step with me because you're trying to. I have to try to stay in step with you. So I'm like, all right, Lord, help me to stay in step with you. And that's been a big perspective shift for me over the past few months is like he doesn't need to to stay with me. I need to stay with him. So anyways, I'm in this meeting with this guy and I'm like, he has no idea that I'm not thinking about him. I'm barely listening. I'm trying to hang on here emotionally because I'm not not okay. Right. Like uh, I, I realize like I do well in adversity, hard things, whatever, when it just affects me, when I just have to control my attitude and my actions through a hard thing. I don't do it perfectly, but it's easier for me to handle me, right? But I don't do well when it affects other people, right? My sister and this cat are now affected by, like, my quote-unquote failure. And so now it's attacking, like, me and who I am, right? Like, I'm a failure. I let this cat out. It's probably never coming back. I'm a failure, right? So I'm talking to this guy, right? I'm in this meeting, and I'm just, like, not there with him. Um, And then I'm like... Uh, you know, I make it through the meeting, but I'm like, my sister's going to be home at lunchtime. She's going to get home from work at lunchtime, and I'm going to have to tell her what happened. So I'm like, oh, Lord, like, please let this cat come back soon. My parents are praying. My brother is praying. Uh, we're all like, oh, praying for this cat to, A, be safe, and B, to come back. Um, so my sister gets home, and we don't have the cat yet, and I have to tell her, like, yeah, Kristen, I'm so sorry. This is what happened. And then I mean, she's not happy. This was not pleasant. She didn't enjoy hearing that, right? So now she's panicking, and now it's really bubbling up in me of, like, the anxiety and the feelings of, like, not worthy. I'm a failure. Look what I've done, et cetera, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get ready. I still have to look for a car, right? And so I have to get ready. I'm like, I'm going to go get ready. I'm going to take a few more looks around the neighborhood, and then I have to go look for a car still. Like, I, I have to. So I go canvassing the neighborhood one more time as she's walking around on foot uh, and I drive around. I'm like, let me go to the next neighborhood. I'm driving around. We're in this text thread now with my family. They're like, all right, we're praying that uh, God would guide Kristen to the cat or bring the cat to her. Um, and I'm like, man. So I'm like, you know what? I just need to head out. And so I go, but I go park in a parking lot because I'm like, 
I just need to breathe for a minute uh, and just take a deep breath. Well, I take a deep breath in this parking lot, and I see in the text thread, Chris and be like, I found him. He's on this fence over here. I need a ladder to get to him. And I'm like, I am right around the corner. Let me come. Right? So I zip back. I grab the ladder. Long story short, she sets out some treats. She grabs him, saves the day, and the cat is okay. So that's the story of the week up till now, right? Uh, and I'm like, thank God the cat is safe. The cat is found. I am whole. She is whole. Everything is fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but a few things in the midst of that, when I was looking, I should, I should say this, when I was looking for the cat and I was praying, I was like, all right, Lord, bring me to the cat, bring the cat to me, right? Like, I, I felt him tell me, like, Kyle, you can't perform your way out of this one, right? Like, so here's a lesson that I, I realized from this. And um, he was like, you can't perform your way out of this way. You can't work harder here to get the cat to come back. Because my natural tendency when things aren't going my way or, or, or bad things are happening or whatever is I can fix it if I just work harder. If I just perform better, I do more, I work harder I can fix situations, right? Like that's my mindset is I can fix almost anything by doing more. I can do more. I can perform. I can work harder and fix situations. Um, but that's just not reality, right? So um, I felt that in that moment. I'm like, oh, that's tough, right? Um, but here's a few things I learned through it that might be helpful, right? I realized, one, in hindsight, Nothing is, is, is as bad as it seems in the moment, right? Most things are not as bad as they seem in the moment, right? Yeah, I wrecked my car. I'm healthy. I'm fine. I walked away from it. The car is replaceable, right? In the moment, it feels like I don't have a car. I can't get anywhere. Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Uh, but I, 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 I live in America. I'm very privileged, right? Like, I can get a new car. So, so our feelings in the moment usually are, are heightened, and things are not as bad as they seem, right? That's one. Two is all you can do in the midst of unexpected struggles, pain, adversity, whatever, is figure out what is the next thing I can do to move forward and move through this, right? Like with the car, I realized all I can do next is get a hold of the insurance company, let them know where the car is. Wait for the car to be towed, get my money from it. Start looking at new cars, set up appointments to look at new cars, right? Like you have to, in struggles, in adversity, pull yourself back in from all the anxiety and the future woulda, coulda, shouldas, what if this happens, what if that, and identify what are the next things I can do. What is the next step I need to take to move through this, right? Because that's within your control. Control what's within your control because anxieties in the moment with, a, with, with adversity or struggle or whatever can run rampant. And you have to focus on what is the next thing I can do. That's two. One, nothing is as bad as it seems. Two, what can you control and do next to move through it? And three, trusting God that he has a plan in everything for you, right, and for me. In the middle of all this, God was trying to teach me things. He was trying to teach me to rely on him. He wanted to teach me that I can't always work my way or perform my way out of situations. I have to trust him, right? I have a lot of trust in myself. I put a lot of trust in me. And he was trying to teach me, you can't control everything, trust me, right? So one, my learnings from here, and this is the framework that I, I want to take from this and I want to share with you that hopefully will help you the next time you encounter un uh, unexpected situations, adversity, struggle, pain, is one, 
remember, nothing is as bad as it seems in the moment, right? All bad things come to an end, right? What you're going through will not last forever. So one, all bad things come to an end. Uh, nothing is as bad as it seems. Two, control what you can. What can I control here? What is the next step I need to take in the middle of all this to move forward and to move through it? And three, if you're a believer in God, if you're a Christian, God has a plan. He didn't forget about you. He didn't create the entire universe and forget about what you're going through and be like, oh, I created the entire universe and the galaxies and the stars and every human. Uh, but I forgot, Kyle, about your cat. Oh, dang it. Right? Like, it may feel like it, but remember and bring people around you and read things and fill yourself back up with the truth that God did not forget you. And he has a plan in the midst of everything. Right? So that framework Nothing is as bad as it seems. What can I do next? And trust God that he's in control. It's a good framework to use to move through struggles. Because here's the reality. Hard times, adversity, struggles, and pain are coming. Either you're in it right now and you need to be encouraged and reminded that nothing bad lasts forever. Control what you can and God has a plan. Or you're in a great season and you need to remember that tough times are coming and to prepare and be ready for them so you're not caught off guard, you're not on your heels, and you don't know how to handle it or move through it, right? Um, so those are some things that I learned and I'm still learning um, that have prepared me for the next thing. Now, I got a car on Saturday. I bought a car. I did record this podcast for the first time on Saturday, and I didn't have the mic on, uh, but I just re-recorded it, right? Like, not a big deal. But Anyways, I hope something there was helpful. I wanted to unpack the week because if you follow me on social media, you know me. You've been hearing me going through some of this stuff, but you may not know all the details. You may not have connected all the dots, and you haven't heard the things that I learned from it, right? Everything is a learning opportunity if you see it as such. It's not easy in the moment and difficult things, but every everything you're going through is an opportunity to learn. Uh, and one last thing, let me encourage you, like I said, if you are going through it right now, adversity, pain, struggle, loss, depression, anything right now, I want to encourage you that you're not alone. One, you're not alone. There are people that care about you. Don't isolate yourself. But one, it will not last forever. Like, I know that's hard to hear in the moment, but it will not last forever. It won't last forever. So find some hope in the fact that nothing bad lasts forever. Nothing good lasts forever. Life doesn't last forever. But nothing bad lasts forever. And two, let me encourage you, like, find the next thing you can do. One foot in front of the other. What do I have control over that I can just do right now to move me through this struggle? And three, if you are a believer in God, and if not, I would encourage you to start seeking out what do you believe about life and, and what is the purpose of life and, and is there something bigger than you. But if you are a believer, trust that God has a plan in the midst of your struggles. He didn't mess up. He didn't forget you. He didn't make a mistake. He has a plan. You have to trust him and do the things that you can control to keep moving through it. Bring people in. Spend time in prayer. Journal. Like, move towards something. Move towards God if you're a believer in God. But I honestly have to run. But uh, that's my past week. Those are the things I learned. Nothing bad lasts forever. Do the next thing that you can to move through it and trust God in the process. That's all I got. Thanks for coming along the journey. Hopefully this week will be better. It has already. Uh, again, if you're going through it, reach out to me on social media. Happy to chat. Happy to hop on a Zoom, a phone call, a text, whatever's helpful. Reach out to me. 
Uh, I'll be back next week with another episode of Inside the Mirror podcast. Until next time, adios.